Hello and welcome to this week's edition of The Rodcast with me, Paul Johnson. Hope you're good, hope you're well, how you doing, autumn's coming, sun's not so warm, but hey-ho, look forward to the cod season, that's all I can say. On today's show, I'm going to be looking at the autumn soul, a bit of soul searching for those wonderful, beautiful soul that are now out in open waters around the sort of bottom half of the country. That's the big brown common soul. Also known as the Dover Soul, Lemon Soul. Uh, I'll explain all that in our species section. That's coming up in our species. And also today on our tackle on test, I went fishing the other day with my little step granddaughter, um, Emmy, and uh, she's nine years old fishing on our little lake. I had a small rod for her, but what I didn't have is a Jarvis Walker water rat rod. And that's what we're going to be looking at the new youngsters rod. Jarvis Walker tackle and it's got a reel that actually lights up as you turn it. So that's all coming up in our tackle on test. The LED reels whatever next. So welcome along one and all to this week's Rodcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well now, it's time for Tackle on Test, and this week we're doing something a little bit different on the Rodcast. You know, I'm a big advocate for trying to get kids into fishing. I've had two girls over the years, they're all grown up now. One of them particularly used to like coming down to Dover Admiralty Pier with me when I was mackerel fishing when she was younger she would be cleaning and gutting the mackerel on the pier as I was catching them and she really enjoyed coming fishing with me girls love fishing just as much as boys and it was with great fun just this week that I was asked to take out my little step granddaughter Emmy out fishing with me she's a bit of a tomboy and she likes to do boys stuff she wanted to come fishing with me now her family not being anglers don't know the first thing about it so Paul swept into action uh, where I live we have a little lake a uh, stroke large pond I call it a small lake and quite often I spend quite a few hours up there fishing for roach rudd carp tench that's my freshwater fishing little spot and on this occasion I thought well the best place to get somebody interested in fishing would be on the small lake we have a little jetty up there so we can safely fish there and my old trick with kids and i've done it before is to put some small hooks on buy some maggots and let's go tiddler snatching that way they get the feel of catching fish on their line be it a little roach a little rudd uh, maybe a very small carp whatever that's the way i try 
to get kids into fishing and touchwood so far it's worked i suppose you could say i've got a 100 percent record because the two kids i've taken fishing have taken it out quite seriously one now goes carp fishing and he's 12 13 so there you go so a uh, job done on this occasion i took emmy to the little lake now, I didn't have uh, much of a kid's tackle for her, but I did have uh, a nice little freshwater rod. In this case, I had a small Aventa freshwater uh, rod, a little float rod, uh, which I let her use, uh, which she seemed to handle quite well. It was quite a light rod. It was only sort of 10 foot, uh, which was just the perfect length for her. And uh, she worked it quite well. What I didn't have at that particular time was the Jarvis Walker Water Rats Kit. And that is what we're going to be talking about today. Now, Jarvis Walker is not a company that I've heard much about in the past. Jarvis Walker Products or Jarvis Walker Brands. Well, it turns out he's an Australian company. Jarvis Walker have been around since 1946. Quite interesting company. One of those companies that remind me a little bit like Woolworth used to do. Do you remember Woolworth? I'm going to show my age now, where they used to sell Winfield fishing gear or Winfield tennis rackets or Winfield electronics. That was their brand. Then Woolworth used to have this wonderful knack of packing up fishing reels in, in cardboard uh, with plastic and you've got a little bit of line and a little float, maybe a couple of hooks. And it was a complete beginner's fishing kit. And I remember buying them myself. And the Jarvis Walker Water Rat is of a similar ilk, really. They come packaged in a sort of cardboard packet with plastic on them. And Jarvis Walker started business in 1946. As I say, Jim was a skilled fisherman back in the day with a vision to produce professional quality fishing gear at a price for everybody that everybody could afford. In other words, a beginner's sort of ilk. That's the sort of level we're looking at to get people into fishing. He really worked hard to find tackle that the general public could actually afford. And by the 1950s and 60s, the name Jarvis Walker was synonymous with Australian fishing and has since grown with that company to become a true Australian icon and in fact a large, well thought of, iconic Australian brand. The Jarvis Walker of today, well they're still committed actually uh, to Jim's ideas from all those years ago, promoting fishing as a healthy activity to do with all the family, you know, get the family out fishing, bring the family together. The only way to do that in, in, in Jim's eyes, really, was to make it affordable so they can actually go out and try fishing. And all Jarvis Walker's fishing gear is really designed to make this accessible for Australian families. And that's beginning to show over here as well. Jarvis Walker products have been exported over to us now for a good few years, and many Australian anglers started their lifelong fishing adventures with Jarvis Walker gear, a bit like I did with the Woolworth gear. So you can begin to see the similarities that I was talking about here, Woolworths and Jarvis Walker. And today Jarvis Walker, he makes even easier tackle packages making it easier to take the guesswork out of what reel do you want or what rod we go with what reel and he tends to do everything in a combo so you literally just go to the shop pick up a jarvis walker package and there you have your reel your lures your fishing rods and there's quite a wide range and going from the absolute beginner the youngsters rods the kids rod packs as i call them up until just adult but beginners tour packages and one in particular which I really really loved I, I just had to order it and, and get it to see exactly what it's like 
was the Jarvis Walker Water Rat Kit. So I went out and I brought a Jarvis Walker. We didn't go out, ordered it online, to be honest. But uh, I brought the Jarvis Walker Water Rat 6-foot LED spin combo. Really, just the next time I take Emmy fishing, she can actually have this rod. And, and I'm sure she's going to enjoy it a great deal now the great thing about them they're a fiberglass rod i mean let's be honest they're not going to catch you big carp or even light sea spinning they're a spinning rod they're a fresh water rod and they come complete with a really nice little reel um and the line's already on it and the rods are made of fiberglass they're hollow fiberglass and um, but all in all they're a funny little rod. They do them in pink and blue. But the best is yet to come because these reels that they fitted on these Jarvis Walker rods actually light up with LEDs as you turn the reel. So they, well, it's, going, it's been going on years, let's face it, with kids with the trainers. You know, the, the ones when they run along, they've got LED lights in their trainers. Loads of uses for LEDs these days. You know, LEDs, swivelly things that you spin round and they light up. And it must be something to do with the movement that makes makes these uh, LEDs light up on the reel. And obviously, doing a pink rod and a blue rod, they light up with pink lights or blue lights, whatever. Now, looking past that, obviously kids are going to get excited about that because they're going to be the only one on the bank, if you like, or the jetty, or even a pier if you do dare venture to use this rod in the sea but it is looking past all that the rod itself isn't bad you know it feels okay it's fiberglass it's not you know it's not your carbon fiber it's they were talking to buy these things they're about 18 quid and for that money you get a rod and a reel the reel has ball bearings um, it's spoiled with line it's got a stainless steel main shaft and brass pinion gear and the rod itself um, is tubular and it's fiberglass and it does bend rather nicely i thought actually i was quite impressed with that the rod's six foot long which is 1.8 meters long both the blue and the pink uh, is this uh, the reel ratio isn't bad either for a kid's reel it's it's five five one which is quite a fast little reel it's a small reel it easily fit virtually just above the palm of my hand really is the size that we're looking at but the line capacity is it comes loaded with four, about four pound maybe five pound line 165 yards of line and as i say it's available in pink with the reel matching the pink rod with the pink reel and that becomes the same in blue a blue rod blue reel and um, same little rod um, which is not bad and um, the rods in two pieces which folds away quite nicely in the boot of the car if you want to do a little bit of fishing with the kids and it really would get the kids excited i certainly yeah, it took me back not because i used to have led reels but i can just imagine um, having one of these if i was a kid and turning the reel and it lighting up would be pretty cool i think it's a great it's a great gift idea you know if you've got somebody who wants to get into fishing uh, showing an interest in fishing be that little girl uh, or a little boy you've got the choice of getting a bit of cliche and it's a bit old hat but there's pink or there's blue you know i'm not usually one for having pink things for girls blue things for boys uh, we've moved on a bit from that and um, at the end of the day i can see this being quite popular with girls my partner certainly we've just had a beach caster uh, uh, rod re-whipped and she wanted bright pink whipping on it which which i've done for her i've had done for her uh, if she could she'd have a pink reel as well but uh, there you go she hasn't got a pink reel but this is the way to go you can get the kids a pink reel or a blue rod uh, package uh, and you can take them straight on the riverbank with this little lake and the line is on the reels all ready to go the drag actually works as i turn this the drag 
does work. So you can also teach kids about drag if you wanted to. The bay alarm is a nice little bay alarm. That's good for teaching the kids because what I found out with Emmy um, when I went fishing with her the other day is trying to remind them to make sure the bay alarm's over before they cast and make sure the line's not twisted around the end of the rod. All the basic things that kids are pretty poor at doing because, you know, they don't focus enough on whether the line's wrapped around the top of the rod or, or what's going on on the reel. And the hardest bit really is getting them to release the bay alarm and hold that bit of line and letting go at the right time as they cast. I have to say, my Emmy really did pick it up quite well. I casted a couple of times with her, showing her how it's done, showing her the movement, and within an hour she was doing it herself. Um, and she was also very good at getting getting the hooks out of the little fish that we call the ruds and the, and the roaches. So that's all good. And I think this Jarvis Walker rod is an ideal thing for kids. So if you're looking at going fishing, you're an uncle like me or a granddad like me, somebody who doesn't go fishing are saying to you, well, you know, I quite like to take little Jimmy fishing or little 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 Jackie fishing or whatever it is, you know, a niece or whatever. Um, you can advise them straight away, you know, if you really want to get them excited, buy this Jarvis Walker water rat rod package. And at 20 quid, you know, for a reel and a rod, you know, Christmas won't be long coming round. So it's worth looking at for fishing uh, for Christmas presents as well. Definitely worth looking at for a Christmas present at 20 quid. What do you spend on the, grand, on the grandkids, eh? You know, 20 quid, get them a fishing rod and a reel, blue or pink. That's the way to go. That's the Jarvis Walter rat junior led combo as i say the rod itself i did put a float on it i did flick it out i easily caught some small rud on it it bent quite well you could feel the fish on the rod nothing wrong with that at all the whipping on the rod is pretty damn good and um, it's quite good quality for what it is at the end of the day you know we're not going to be pulling out five six pound fifteen pound fish are we this is to get the kids into fishing so it's a good buy jarvis walker water rat junior flashing led reels whatever next and that is your tackle on test uh, they're available online just look for jarvis walker water rat junior led compact that's your tackle on test life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss that's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today.
Welcome to Paranormal Activity with me, Yvette Fielding, a brand new podcast bringing together people's real ghost, extraterrestrial and paranormal stories, as well as getting some inside details from those who study the supernatural. I'll be listening through your paranormal stories every week and try to understand them, as well as chatting about my own encounters with an occasional paranormal investigator too. You can find us wherever you get your podcasts from, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Acast. Just search for Paranormal Activity with Yvette Fielding. Well, what else would you do on an autumn evening other than go soul searching? That is what we're going to be talking about now as we go to the species section of this week's broadcast. You know what? One of my favourite fish to eat are sole. Um, some people call them lemon sole. Some people call them Dover sole. In this case, we're talking about general sole, the common sole, black sole as it's known, or the brown sole. They grow up quite big they plump up really nicely in the summer months late summer early autumn is a perfect time to get out and start looking for some soul especially on the sandier beaches around the south southeast and southwest only up about a quarter of the country up into Essex and the bottom of sort of Norfolk is the best place for soul and if you're on those sort of areas or in those sort of areas then that's the place to go and find these sole. Really nice fish to eat as well. So much sole, um, so much sole. See that? See what I've done there? So much so uh, that they are beginning to get a little bit worried about sustainability of sole. So they are getting a bit low in numbers. Uh, Greenpeace at the moment, I think I've got them on their red list. So, you know, if you are fishing for these lovely fish, if they're too small, put them back. And if you catch a few and you're going to take some to eat, then just take one or two to eat and put the rest back they are delicious fish to eat and they're charged lots of money at restaurants to eat these the scientific name for them is salaya salaya and also known as the common sole as i said or the black sole they can get up to three foot seven pound in weight um, but the uk i'm sure called average i guess is about one to two pound personally i've had some really nice fish nice big sole around the rivers and estuaries but that's in the springtime and if you remember listening way back in the early spring it seems to be an eternity now and that was a good time to go fishing for sole in the spring what happens now is they tend to move back out after spawning and go into slightly deeper water and they will go out into the very deep water but about now autumn they're all around the shores of from sussex essex kent Dengemarsh, dungeness hastings beaches uh, st leonard's beaches all around those sort of spots ideal places to catch sole it's a great time to go fishing for them bearing in mind they're mainly nocturnal so they tend to favor feeding at night and they really do sniff around on the seabed they feed off the bottom after all they're a flat fish um, elongated oval shaped flat fish they've got a very thick skin as well quite often when you come to cook them it's quite a good idea to skin them if you're that way inclined a lot of people don't bother um, but they do cook up really nice they're right eyed oval fish oval shaped a bit like a bin lid i used to call them bin lids oval shaped bin lids they've got a very small tail and a long long fins that go right down the length of their body dark stripes or spots at the very end of their pectoral fin and um, the eyes are small why they're better at feeding at night and um, they go from dark brown in color um, to up to tan and light brown again depending where they feed from the legend has it about dover sole is that many many years ago way back in the 1800s 
Uh, they used to be a very, very popular fish. And as they was caught around the Dover area, people would send a coach going right down uh, to Dover on a speed coach to get them out. So the name Dover Soul is said to come from those old coaching days way back then uh, in the 1800s. Anyway, back to today. We're looking at all we're sort of mid-September now, so it's kind of a good month for them um, as we speak. Uh, early October is about the limit. Um, after that, they disappear off into deeper waters. But if the weather's quite mild and we haven't had any stormy weather, it's a great time to catch the, the fatter, the plumper sole that are still around our shores. And when I say around the shores, I really do mean that they're really quite close in as well, closer than you would ever imagine these fish to be. So how do we catch these Dover sole or sole? Well, they've got very small mouths. So I always fish with really small hooks. We're talking size two to six size hooks. Really only ever contemplate using a long shank hook for these. They don't like too much bait on the hook. They like to have a worm that's just covers the long shank hook with a little bit hanging down. A lot of people make the mistake when fishing for sole and to overload the hook with ragworm and lugworm, um, which is their favorite bait, by the way, which we'll come on to, which masks the hook and quite often means that the sole can't get hold of the hook. In fact, it doesn't get hooked. Um, if you've covered the hook point, logically, it means that the sole, just the way they feed, don't hook on it. This is purely because sole are very slow when they take the bait as well. Um, so we have to be careful when you do get sole bites, not to be that Mr. Impatient person. Because the problem here, of course, is if you keep yanking your rod up, and every time you see a bite, uh, you're gonna be losing them all night. Ah, poet, and I didn't know it, see? And losing fish all night is not much fun at all, believe you me, I've done it many a times, where you get a bit excited because you get a bite. Don't do that with sole. Be patient and let the fish take the bait all the way down and let the bite develop before you reel your sole in. The best rigs for these sole are flat fish rigs. Highly recommend these. Personally as well, I like a running trace because I like a two hook running trace with these as well because they do some kind of hunting shoals and if there's one or two sole around, then there's likely to be more. And if you've got a chance of having two, then all well and good. The main thing to remember with sole though, is that the bait has to be on the bottom because they do feed on the bottom. Sometimes you can have a snood which is too long and that flaps about too much and comes off of the bottom, especially if there's a bit of movement in the water and that bait can go up a bit and down a bit, which is good for some other species of fish, but sole tend to hunt on the seabed, on the floor, sniffing around in the sand and the mud and sometimes even in between shingle banks. It's always good to make sure that your rig is nailed down as we call it. And quite often what I do with this is I use a running trace with a little extra bullet lead just down by the hook and how you do that is you have your main line coming through and then you have your shock leader then what you need to do is just attach a weight via a weight clip which will run freely up and down your main shock leader so that runs free all the time then a bead a swivel at the bottom of your shock leader then another swivel so what happens there is the weight in the weight clip comes down to the bead and that stops just above the swivel stops that going any further down your trace. Then what I tend to do is use 25 pound amnesia or 20 pound amnesia as a trace line. And this works really well because it has no memory and it doesn't have to worry about getting crinkled up. What I tend to do when I'm making a two hook 
running trace is to have quite a long length about two foot long uh, of the whole trace of the body and then I put a t-shaped swivel halfway down that and um, with a couple of beads or a couple of stops either side of that that gives you an extra snood if you like alongside the hook which is at the bottom of your trace and that I keep really short literally about six to eight inches is all I put on that as a, as a snood again using size two long shank hooks and that gives you your main line coming down your shock leader a swivel a bead and then your trace line and then going down to a t-shaped swivel you want the t-shaped swivel to be about six to eight inches from the top of your trace and that gives you an extra snood as i say the great thing about keeping that short is that one it doesn't get tangled and two you know it's always going to be on the bottom and then your final hook at the bottom of that line as you would have with a normal running trace now just above your final hook before you sew that on if you put one of these freshwater bullet weights on they're usually about one to two ounces they're not very big if you slide that up the line put some stop knots or even some beads about six inches six to eight inches from the bottom hook you'll know that when you cast that the weight's going to be running free but the main thing is your bait is going to be stuck to the bottom of the sea on the seabed where the sole are going to be because it's going to be weighed down by your bullet lead that way is a good trick to keep your bait on the bottom which is where the sole feed now talking of feeding they love ragworm i think sole best bait for them is ragworm all day long but they also take lugworm the sole i've always had the biggest ones including ones off of hive hastings denge marsh have always come up on ragworm to be honest 60 percent maybe even a little bit more of the sole i've caught are coming up with ragworm i don't know why i just think the bait is presented better maybe ragworm smell better to sole bearing in mind that they're a nighttime feeder i don't know what the hell i don't know no one knows who knows but i do know that they do tend to love a ragworm just enough to cover the hook the same with your lug if you're putting lugworm on don't mask that hook keep the hook point free now a sole bite will start off with a little bit of vibration on the top of your rod thing to remember also when you're sole fishing is keep your line nice and tight because you want to see those sole rattle your rod top and what they do is they rattle a rot top a little bit and this is where you shouldn't get too excited just leave it watch it let that develop and then when your rod starts nodding with a bit more velocity then you know that the sole is likely to be hooked because what they do is they suck the worm up and they send her sit there with it for a little while um, before they actually swim off with it it's just the way they feed they feed quite slowly they're not like the usual ferocious feeders that you sometimes get so you have to bear that in mind when you get a sole bite don't strike too soon let that bite develop the other thing to remember with soul searching as i call it is it's a nighttime activity really so bring lots of lights good lighting is important for baiting up and keeping you safe nice still autumn nights mid-september late september early october where there's not too much of a surf around gentle breeze if you can find that in today's weather quite hard to come by but they're the perfect soul nights a nice starry night moonlit nights is when you're going to get these fish and don't forget they really are not out very far it's amazing how close these soul come in it's so so easy just to flick your rod out thinking oh i've only put it out 30 40 yards that shouldn't be too far out but the thing is sometimes even that's too far out so what we tried to do with them is try and search for them then when i say soul searching it's a case of casting out and then getting closer bringing it in a little bit and sometimes literally like 10 15 yards out is all you're going to need especially if the tide's at a lower state 
which means you haven't got enough shingle if you're on a sand and shingle beach to cast over. Brilliant time to catch those sole. As long as there's enough water there, sole are quite happy to come around and sniff around in all that sand. And you can catch them virtually underneath your rod tip. Very strange indeed. I know the biggest sole I've caught are usually when I've just flicked a rod out in the autumn uh, on a running trace and I'm setting up another rod. It's not very far because it's my first cast. I'm looking at my rod and it's nodding away. I'm thinking, oh dear, what the hell is that? Is it a bit of weed or whatever? Reel it in and you've got a blinking doormat of a sole on. So very close in closer than you can ever imagine so don't be shy to flick it out just a little way to catch them keep the rod nice and high and keep your line tight so you know that way is bedded down to the seabed and then just be patient with them be patient waiting for the bites and also be patient when it does start to take your bait because you can miss these things quite easily they do feed over shingle but mainly it's shingly sand muddy sort of beaches like best and they love lug and they love ragworm can catch them on prawns but really your best bet if you're going to go soul searching is to take either lug that's a few days old so it's rubbery and it's a little bit leathery in nature and some nice ragworm so it's nice and full and it's just going to cover your hook and that is how you go soul searching to get those autumn sole in and they are really delicious as well to eat so hope you have some luck catching those autumn sole and that is your species for this week on the rodcast well that's all we've got time for on this week's edition of the rodcast thanks for your company thanks for joining us we've enjoyed your company don't forget we're out every thursday on your usual platforms with fresh episodes of the rodcast every week so join us again and tell your mates to make a date with the broadcast. I hope you can go out and catch some soul. Those autumn soul are out there. Get yourself soul searching. And do join us again next week on the broadcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.